set a collision course for adventure. This is Cosmopunk. Glitch, a Starfinder in D&D 5e homebrew story, featuring the crew of the Lyker 7. I am Pan Lipley Baphomet, Captain of the Lyker 7, displaced Galactic Idol, now in the body of a cobalt android mystic, and determined to get it all back one way or another. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V the Vesk, who's the Lyker 7's resident designer, mechanic, and over-enthusiastic van owner. They also have a drone familiar called Flyby. Hey, I'm Cypher, and I play a small punky Yosaki otter named Ryder. Operative and pilot of the Leica 7. Hello, I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a cyborg coyote engineer and weapons officer aboard the Leica 7. And I am Fringe, guest game master. After arriving to the party Mark II, the crew of the Leica 7 were escorted to meet Mr. Gaxley in his luxurious theater suite. After signing NDAs and meeting Mr. Gaxley's double, the android Edward, did the real Mr. Gaxley reveal the true purpose of his invitation? the pre-gap entertainment computer named Dave. After being offered a paid job to beta test the ancient computer, the crew agrees before being let loose to enjoy the evening entertainment on the party. But what awaits the crew down below? Chapter 3. Login. Alright, so we're going to assume Grump's fast-forwarding to the next morning. I assume that three of you who were at the last drop, you know you had your time with Crunch. Probably V and Crunch decided to have a long walk afterwards. I was going to say, how did that work out? Was this some kind of like really weird, like fourth fourth wheel situation? I think um, uh, Radar and Ryder would have um, <laughs> gently left them to it after a while. Yeah. Radar, yeah. suddenly very familiar with vasculating rituals, knows how yeah. this is going to go. Goodness, is that the time? Yes. Yeah. Ryder, I, th I think there's somewhere that we have to be. Uh, I think they're doing a rerun of that anime that you like in that over there in that. Radar, come on, let's just go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so well, we. <laughs> <as> <laughs> I think right. we should we should probably check out. Oh, Wolf, we can we can we can question V about how it went later. I guess. Huh? Yeah. V would tell you. Well, just let V have a good time for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so nosy, Bath. Just yeah, absolutely, to absolutely she was. Well, if the second season though, be went off to like chat them up, but the second she finds out. You are gossip. That's what you are. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right. So, are you guys going to do anything else uh, for the evening before we move on to the next morning? Anything notable? Radar's probably going to, if Ryder wants to come with, wander around, just sort of get familiar with the general environment, just see what the, the if there's anything else of interest, really. You know. Yeah, go on. Let's let's take a look around the place. Ryder's yeah. still in her long, sparkly, iridescent dress. Yeah, everyone's still dressed up. She hasn't yeah. quite mastered um, high heels yet, but practice. She's got a pumps on. <laughs> You're also still tinkling because of the bottle you guys took. Oh! Hey, Ryder. Oh, yeah. Ryder. Yeah, Ryder, do you know what's better than high heels? Hmm? What? Free booze. Did you pinch that from fucking Gaxley's Lounge? Yep, here's one for you, and here's one for me. <sighs> it's not thievery. He said we could take it. So, <laughs> where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Got about a day. It's a party. We could go anywhere. If we keep traveling in, I don't know, that direction, maybe we'll find something interesting. And you do have a map, and you can access we... info ports, of course, if you wish. 
Yeah, and we have a map, and we can access info ports, of course. But you know, let's just well, get see, lost. Let's see if there's anything fun happening this evening. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've probably got something fun happening, but you know. Let V do V. No, Crunch is going to do V. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, anonymous man passing with ladder. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh God. Hey. Yeah, we'll just assume that you guys had fun. Uh, unless Baphomet has anything they would like to add. No, Bathsoft's doing her thing. She's um, she'll be away for a while. She'll come back in later. Yeah. I'm curious what Bath would do on her own in a party planet. Get lost. Yeah, no, on her own, Bath would kind of just go around soaking up. She doesn't obviously remember the party, but she knows of it, and it feels strangely like home for her. So she's just happy to wander around and kind of quietly absorb it. In fact, for the first time in a long while, she's she's using um disguise self so she can do it without anybody like noticing her. Huh. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. So you don't get your mob of fans coming after you every so often. Get... Who's she disguised as? She's disguised as the little girl that asked for an autograph, but like an older version, so it looks like, it looks like she can get the bar things. Yeah, so it's also just less creepy. Yeah, she yeah. took she took the little girl off the autograph and like just aged up in her mind. Went, yeah, dude, she's um uh I don't know, redhead. Um, Five, eight. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking pretty normal. Well, we will jump forward then to the morning. Um, where are you guys all staying for the night, I guess I should ask? Are you guys staying on your ship? I mean, he did give you the option of hotel, free food, and all that stuff. Oh, did he? If, if, he, if that was offered to us, we'd have taken that. Yeah, if he gave us a hotel, then that'll happen. All right. Yeah. So you guys stay at the classy big hotel there. It's called the Red Rose. V doesn't, but I'm guessing that Crunch lives nearby, so... Oh, uh, is V doing the walk of shame? V has no shame. That's a good point. <laughs> Just doing the walk. <laughs> Walking. Yeah. All right, so you all go, you know, to your hotel. Do you all get a room together? You get uh, separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And then fast forwarding to the morning, you each one of you get a knock at your door, except for uh, V, who's off with Crunch. Room service. Uh, ten more minutes. Uh... Fucking radars instantly at the door. What do you want? We're here for your breakfast order, sir. It's a female, Lashanta, wearing, you know, uh, it looks like a hotel staff uniform. Uh, what, what, and, what's available? I didn't see a menu. Oh, of course, sir. Uh, she uh, hands over a menu which has, you know, all sorts of foods, breakfast foods from, you know, everything from pancakes to, you know, croissants to, you know, little sandwiches, you know, everything that you can think of. Have you got a, a pen? I can take what I want. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Radar takes everything on the box twice and hands it back. <laughs> Thank you. How long will that be? Oh, that will probably be about a half an hour, sir. So. Uh, yeah, Ryder's got to uh, hear the knock, sort of crawl out of bed and peer through. Uh, have they got like a, a spy hole in the door? Uh -huh. that you can see yes. through? Yeah, she'll have a look, see, um, see who it is. Assuming that you probably climbed up the door to look out the window. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's the hotel staff member. Um, this one is a human. It's a male human wearing the uniform as well. Room service. Uh, well, she'll uh, go and throw a dressing gown on and uh, go and answer the door. Hello. Good day, ma'am. I am here to see about breakfast orders. And he hands uh, Ryder a menu. Um... Cup of tea and some kippers and toast, please. Very good. They'll be ready in about a half an hour. Lovely. Cheers. I'm going to have a shower. They're on their way. 
Uh, what is Baphomet doing? They get the room service knock as well. Baph, Baph's in the room. Um, she doesn't need to sleep, so she's already awakened about. So she opens the door. Oh, do pardon, ma'am. Uh, I'm here for breakfast orders. Uh, would you like anything? Oh, uh, I was just taking shots. She's wrapped in a towel, and the entire hotel uh, room is full of steam. And I said, <laughs> oh, was just taking a towel? You know what? Do you have any peppermint tea? Oh, yes, of course, we do. Great, great. Oh, also, I need more towels. Uh, how many more towels, ma'am? How many towels do you have? Uh, we are allowed to allot about 50 towels per room. Great, sounds great. Uh, is, do you wish 50 towels, ma'am? I mean, she like looks back in the room where the water has definitely started to flood the bathroom. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, thank you. That would be, that would be great, thanks. Oh, and the tea. Very well. And okay. off they go. Get your tea and 50, 50 towels for a cup of tea. You guys are the worst hotel guests. What the fuck is Bath doing? Have you never been to a hotel and just like really enjoyed a nice hot shower that you don't have to clean up after yourself? So she's left the water running? Yeah. Well, she's taking a really long... She doesn't sleep, so she's been showering pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think she, oh, she also asked for like, you know, more soaps and more shampoos and more, just nice smelling things. <laughs> she's used them all up. Like, she spent the entire, like, morning and a large part of the night just trying it all out. I love the idea that she's closed the door to the bathroom. One, to keep the steam out, but two, it's just bubbles in there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost entirely bubbles and steam. It's a foam party in there. Yeah, yeah, So that's, that's what she wants. More, more shampoos and soaps and towels and a cup of tea. Also remember that she hasn't she hasn't had a nice shower for ages. She lives on a spaceship and a bar with you guys. Well, we have all right showers. Mm. No, I don't think we do. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Radar's got all right shower. Radar doesn't take showers. Radar does take showers. He's got a stinky coyote. He takes dust baths. Come on. Yeah. Man. I thought he just rolled around in the dust. Yeah, we, no! all, we, we all know he does it. Like it's no point. No, no, I will not have you assassinate my character <laughs> in this way. <laughs> uh, see now. Now I'd like to imagine that does do that, but as soon as he gets wind that anyone might be even close to working out that he's doing it, he just stops immediately and just poofs somewhere else, like holding a magazine or like working on something. It's like, no, no, how are you? And as soon as they're gone, he's just like, back over to the dust and starts rolling around in it again. Yeah, he also does it in Ryan's gravel garden every now and again. She he does. Yeah. She keeps finding hairs again. Suspicious. All right. So yeah. uh, I reckon V would probably be back at this stage. Would V know where their crew went? Uh, they'd know where their room is, so they'd probably go there and wash off the skank. <laughs> v got crushed. <laughs> How is V? <laughs> V's feeling good. It's like probably the first intimate thing they've done in a long time, so... Oh, I'm sure we'll talk about it over breakfast. Alright, so starting out, we have a conga line of food heading to uh, Radar's room. Oh, yes. You hear a knock at your door, and um, I assume that you go to answer it? Yeah, Radar crawls out of the shower and uh, opens the door. And you are greeted by a food cart. It's a human man in a white suit, you know. And you're like, hopefully I have you have enough room. Yeah, yeah, sure. Br bring it all in. Is this all of it? Oh, no, no. And, uh, good, he good, good. And you look down and you see the hallway. There's just a conga line of these cars. <laughs> Radar starts laughing. You can hear it in other rooms. Um, 
Sure, bring it all in. Bring it all in. Um, it's not all going to fit, so we'll have carts three to five stay outside, and I'll get to them. Thank you. Thank you very much. And soon, all the food just starts moving in. The room is full now of, you know, and you have all these delicious aromas mixing. Of course, it's all breakfast food, of course. Be aware of that. So, you know, you got your... Uh, anyway, so you have your conga line of food. As soon as Ryder is out, the last of the conga line finally gets to her door, where her food is ready now. Yeah. Okay, she, she answers the door. She's got uh, dressed now. She sort of cranes her head out the window and looks at the train of food <laughs> leading into Radar's room. Oh, bloody hell, he ordered the entire menu, didn't he? You see Radar lean out of the doorway, sort of look right, wave, and thumbs up, and then disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the guest next door ordered everything twice. Sir, I am so sorry. He's um, he's, he's got a bit of an appetite. I don't know how he packs it away. He's, he's so skinny. Well, this isn't the first time we've had it. You ever had a Vesk party before? Oh, oh, Vesk. Um, one sec. Rhoda's going to um, go and knock on V's door, or where she <laughs> thinks V will be, and see if they got back. Uh, V's still in the shower. Oh, okay. But they hear the knock at the door, and they're like, yeah? V, it's me. All right. Hi, Dan. V's going to put two towels on, and <laughs> then... What, you sleep all right? Yeah, I did. How about yourself? How was, um, how was crunchy? Haven't slept. <laughs> you haven't slept? Just a V that's like, winks at you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean, V. Are you sure that's right? We're meant to be doing a thing today. Yeah, it's alright. I've done okay. with some nice sleep. Okay, um, so. Ooh, is that a train of breakfast? Uh, yeah, Radar ordered the menu. Yeah. We should probably go and help them out. We're just gonna like sneak out of their room, take one of the carts that's still outside, and start dragging it back to their room. Radar's ordered it for everyone. Just come in and help yourself. Yeah, we should it's probably quite... help him out so he doesn't become a coyote ball. <laughs> you know he's gregarious with food. <laughs> gregarious is one word for it. <laughs> Fair enough. He's gonna wheel the cart into Radar's room and just like start tucking in because they're hungry. Yeah, Red's gonna have a look for fish-themed breakfast foods and bring them in. Yeah. Uh, party in Radar's room. Does anybody want to get bath? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll get her. I'll get her. Uh, Rhoda's going to go knock on, on Bath's door. As Ryder gets closer to Bath's room, he sees another train of carts, except this time it's full of towels and one person with tea. <laughs> <laughs> just at the back of the column, just holding a single saucer of tea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Bath's opened up the door. Um, Still in the towel. She goes, Ah, great, thank you. And takes the tea and then. Hello, Bath. Oh, right, hey, how's it going? Hey, oh, there's a lot of steam in here, Bath. Oh, yeah, no, the the showers here really don't have more than one setting, which is just on. Um, oh, that's I mean, really I, it. I, I, I took a shower this this morning. Would you like me to show you how to, how to use it? Nope, that is fine. I've. Uh, oh, thank you. And she like grabs all the uh, soaps and things. She's about to go back inside. She goes, Sorry, did you need something, dear? Um, oh yeah, we're just having breakfast in Radar's room. Why are the bubbles coming from your bathroom door? We've got a decent, like I said, it's a, it's a good shower here. It's not either one on the ship or the one on the bar. Are you this sure you know how to shower. work it? You don't want any help? Yeah, you turn it on, obviously. Uh, yeah, but you meant to turn it off when you're done with it. Why would I do that? Okay. This, this is why our electricity bill is so high. <laughs> don't pay the bill. What are you talking about? <laughs> and back to forget to have luxurious long hot showers in the, in the bar. Okay, Baffy, this is a nice place, and 
I, I think you know that as well. So just just um, don't flood the hotel, okay? Oh no, of course not, Dan. Don't be silly. I'll I'll be I'll be along soon. What are you not doing? Uh, we're, we're just having breakfast in Radar's room. Oh okay, I'll come by in a bit. I'll just um finish up here. All right, see you in a bit. Good luck with your towels. Thank you. And then, like she looks at the uh, the staff and goes, "Do you know? I think there's a little spill inside there. Would you guys mind?" <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of customer. I would. It's just my friends are calling me, so you know. Oh, thanks for the tea, though. A tidal wave falls out of Becky's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> She'll like close the door in the guy's face and then come back out and go. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Like she's got a robe on and she goes to the other room. Did she take the towels or? No, she's asking to clean the place up. Oh. There's, there's, there's a tiny spill, so you know. Uh, you see one of them walk in and then comes out quickly and puts. You can see that their fingers to their ear and like, we need a cleaning lady, ASAP. I need backup up here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll all go to Radar's room. Um, Ryan's yeah. got like a kipper sandwich in her mouth. Oh, hey, Baff! Baff! Look! They've got baked beans! Who ordered all this? I ordered. I did. Help yourself! Uh, that's okay. Um, no, that's fine. Uh, are you gonna eat all of this, guys? Ooh! V, pass me the bacon! Bacon, bacon. <laughs> V, V has already eaten all the bacon. V! <laughs> you left V near bacon, what were you expecting? Uh, <laughs> guys, please, we have to concentrate, and also... Hmm? I don't know if we're being charged for this food. But anyway, the point is... I've been thinking about this whole thing with the, uh, the 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 Dave units and such. I think, on second thought, it's a, it's probably a, a good idea. You know, I think it's a good way to get out there and and uh, discover some more tech and we have a bit of fun doing it as well. And at the end of it all, if uh, everything goes well, then you know, I mean, I'm one step closer to getting something something done with the town. What what changed your mind? I just had a look around. Really, I went I went for a walk last night and just really thought to myself, there's more than one kind of fame. And I'm not really into video games, but I do love seeking the fantastic. Mm. So you guys can do the gaming stuff, and I'll, I'll enjoy the uh, the mystery. I mean, honestly, Bath, you might have a lot of fun. This this is a, a video game from before the gap, you know? The last time I played a video game was with you, and I lost because I kept punching myself. Uh, yeah, that's because you, you were pressing the same button over and over oh. again, and I, I was telling you to... Never mind, it doesn't matter. This is this is something... It might be something completely beyond our comprehension. You never know. Hmm, that's what I'm hoping. Isn't it? Didn't he say it was more like a fully immersive experience, so it's less like a video game and more like an interactive <laughs> mystery thing? Oh, we don't uh, know. We won't know until we get the Pre-gap stuff is funky. Weird. But if yeah. Gap wants hold of it, it's probably something to do with entertainment. That's his whole bag. Structure yes. That. It sounds like he wants to take something, some ancient game, and turn it into something he can market. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. And we're the guinea pigs. Make sure it's not going to, you know, possess anyone. So anyway, uh, as you guys are enjoying breakfast, I'm talking about this, you hear a uh, knock at the door. Who is it? Hey, Ray. Raider goes up and answers the door. It's Don. Uh, and before you is the Lashanta that you guys met at the bar. It's uh, Don. Oh, Don, hello. Hey, oh, hello, Don. Don. Come on in. We're having breakfast. Help yourself. Let's make sure there's some left. Look at Dawn. I'm so sorry about the mess. <laughs> well, it's not the worst I've seen. I mean, Mr. Gutsley invited a whole party of Vesks one time. Needless to say, that was quite the clean-up on the walls. Mm. Yeah. I can imagine. So, did you have some news for us? Oh, yes. Uh, Mr. Gaxley would like to see you all. He would like to introduce you to Dave. Let's, all right, everyone, let's get dressed and get ready to go then. Um, Radar, please put down those noodles. You can have them later. 
Well, I haven't even added the water yet. Oh my god. This is especially offensive to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what? We'll, we'll meet you downstairs, dear. Yeah, okay, let's, let's go, come on. Who's dressed? Is anyone dressed? Rhoda's dressed. Radar's dressed. V, V's wearing a towel, which is close. Yeah. Beth's wearing mm. a dressing gown, so she's going to go get changed. Radar was in his underwear, and now <laughs> he's uh, and now he's in his kilt. V's not going to bother wearing their kilt or all their smart gear this time. They're just going to wear their overalls. But they've picked their nicest pair of overalls that don't have any rips or oil in them. Oh, no. Yeah. Radar, Radar's gone, like, full dressed up again. He's just this time, you know, the top button's open and the... The oh, no, no, no. Ryder just got into her regular gear while she's in the hotel. She hasn't got the dress on. Oh. She, doesn't know how, she doesn't know how to do the zip. <laughs> oh, am I the only one who's dressed up? Yeah, yeah people in her normal gear. Oh, okay. Well, Radar's, yeah, no, Radar's in a shirt <laughs> and a kilt. All right. <laughs> fancy being fancy again, then? Uh, I didn't pack it spare. I left them on the ship. Well, that's yeah. fine. I'm sure that I'm sure it won't be a problem. Radar does still look scruffy somehow. Hmm. All right, so you all go downstairs and meet Don at the in the lobby. Yep, yep. So you get into the lobby. You know, it's, you saw it when you came in. It was golden, beautiful hardwood counters and such where the staff are. And by the way, as you guys are leaving, you notice there's quite a few uh, cleaning crew people just running by. Crater's going to be like, what, "What's all that about?" Oh, is he here? Must be a big vest party going yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. I'm just going to have a look down the corridor and see if there's like a wave of bubbles hurtling down, like in. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, see, you see bubbles coming out of uh, Bath's room as the staff are like holding the door closed. <laughs> as the cleaning crew run up. <laughs> Under uh, control, we've got a code five. Get back up, up here right now. <laughs> Have you built this hotel again? We were offered it by uh, Mr. Gaxley. Oh. oh, that's fine then. It's all right. We're never yeah. going. <laughs> anyway, so you out, you come out to the uh, lobby of the Red Rose, and and there's Dawn sitting at one of the uh, waiting chairs. And when she sees you, she gets up and smiles. Ah, good. Please follow me, she says, as she uh, motions for you to follow her. As you leave the lobby. Mm -hmm. um, you go out the doors of the lobby. You see people coming in and out and go, and you see different stages of you know relaxed dress to full dress. You know the party's always going. She leads you past some of the buildings and makes a sharp right turn after you get past like a coffee shop. And you're going down basically an alley. And at the end of the alley, you see what looks like service doors. Ah, the tradesman's entrance this time. Indeed. We prefer to uh, take the back way instead of going through the full business route. <laughs> oh my god, I was about to say so does Crunch, but no. This is his boss. This is Crunch's boss. You can't say that. <laughs> does me actually say that? Or? No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> so you go through the service entrance, and you see there's basically an entire, like, subsection. To this is more sterile looking. There's more, you know, service doors and such. You can see that service people you know running back and forth carrying trays of food or drinks or crates and such there there's also security and such that are going back and forth you can hear their radios squawking every so often about some sort of disturbance that they quickly go through one of the other service doors as you keep going you uh notice that uh, more security keeps walking by before you get to what looks like a service elevator and you can see right next to the service elevator there's a security post Don smiles and goes up to them and uh, pulls out what looks like a badge. They look at the badge and they look at you guys. And she says, oh, they're with me. Uh, Mr. Gaxley would like to see them. The security guard's this big vest, by the way. I mean, they do make good security guards. Yeah, it's not crunch this time, though. 
Can I roll perception to see if I can work out what kind of weaponry they're carrying and if it is the lethal kind? Sure. So here we go. Let's do a soft roll. Okay, so that was an 18 on the dice for perception plus 13. 31. You notice that he's carrying basically a baton on his side, and you could tell that it has a, like a switch on it, so it's like a shock baton. Uh. But as you peek into the office, you could see that there are like tactical rifles and such, and like a lockbox that looks like it has the words explosives on it. Explosives. Hmm. Grenades. Yeah. The fun stuff. So yeah, they have tactical gear, but he has a shock baton basically at his hip. Okay, that's suspicious. I mean, the security guards, why wouldn't they have, like, grenades? We've got grenades and we're just dudes walking around. Yeah. Radar is not carrying any of his gear, so we don't have grenades? Okay, well, on an average day, we are carrying grenades. <laughs> yeah. We go shopping with grenades. Like, I think it's okay for security guards to have them. It's fine. I'm just uh, wondering why they need such uh, vicious weaponry, what they're guarding, that's all. You don't know how determined people are going to be to steal this. God, you guys are paranoid. Yes! What do you expect? How we've stayed alive for so long. Yeah. I mean, you're going to lie visa or anything about how they steal it. Anyway, so the security guard waves you through as the elevators open. One of the other guards inside presses a button. And you see that, you know, it's a standard elevator. It's not pretty as Mr. Gatsby's golden elevator, but you go in. I assume you all pile in, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Don pushes a button and a panel opens and she types in a code before the panel disappears. And then the elevator doors shut. You go down and down and down. It feels like it goes on for quite a long time as the elevator whirls until finally you hear a soft and the elevator slowly opens and you are greeted by a rather large room. This room has computers all on the left side of it. There are engineers and such milling about talking to each other. There's uh, consoles in the center of the room where there are other engineers and such looking at it. And on the right side, you see that there's a platform window where it kind of juts out a bit and there's glass that encases it. So you can see like uh, 180 kind of degrees in it. And by the window, you see a gentleman wearing a white business suit, Mr. Gatsley. Or is it, is it his bodyguard? Yeah, I'm going to do a sense motive just real quick, just as a, as a cursory glance to see if I can tell this is Mr. Gaxley or Face Dancer or whatever. Okay, are you doing a perception? Because he hasn't really talked to you yet. He's still looking out the window right now. He hasn't. I guess a perception. Yet. I'll see if I can spot any kind of like tells. All right, so give me a perception roll. 17. 17 total? Yeah. So you can't tell if this is Mr. Gaxley or not, for sure, but. You can see that he turns around, looks at you, and smiles before he takes his hand out of his pocket and says, Ah, Baphomet, you're finally here. And you glance at his hands because you remember from your role that his bartender had a ring. Mm. And you don't see that. Okay, then I give him a kiss and say, Ah, Felipe, it's so good to see you again. How have you been? Oh, I am great. It's good to see you again. And I see your crew have made it as well. Yes, yes. Um, and thank you for the, uh, for the hotel, by the way. It was a lovely evening. Oh, yes. Think nothing of it. Although I've heard that my poor kitchen has been rather busy this morning. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. The kitchen, yes. Oh, that's no matter. It's, as I said, free food, drink, and hotel, of course. Oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. Oh, gee, everyone's going, oh, thank God. Yeah, there's an audible <laughs> sigh of relief. <laughs> we all feel a huge sigh of relief. 
Although I do ask next time if you are going to order twice the meals, just give us a heads up. I don't want to have the entire kitchen <laughs> running around all day. Sorry about that. <laughs> you twice of everything? Uh, twice, he did, actually. Yeah, th there was a, a train of, of food going into his room this morning. Uh, hmm. Okay, well, that's fine. I regret nothing. Hmm. So, Mr. Gaxley, what have you got planned for us? Yes, how, what, what's, what's on the agenda? Before we get on to that, I would like to show you something. And he motions for you to come up and look out the window. Are you guys going to do that? Yeah, yeah sure. look out the window. Yeah. Right. So you all come up and you look out this uh, balcony window, uh, you know, it's case glass. And you can see down a modified hangar. It's really a large open space area with glass doors at the bottom. And at the very bottom, you see what looks like a huge chunk of rusted ship. Can you guys give me uh, perception rolls? Yes, I can. All right. 27. 15. 32. And Bath? Oh, uh, yeah, 21. All right. So, V and Radar, given your history with um, engineering and technology, you look down at this thing and you can see that there's a bunch of wires and such crisscrossing inside this machine. It, brand new wires, of course. And you see a glow coming from the inside. You could tell there's a rather large computer or something down there that is just glowing like a crazy. It's and you can see movement. You know, you see uh, engineers popping around. Uh, for everyone else, you basically just see a glow from this ship. You don't see what for sure it is, but you can see engineers like popping in and out of this rusty hunk of hull. How how big is is this? Are we, are we talking? How big is this setup? So the computer itself is rather large. I mean, this is just like a piece of the ship. This is like the size of the Liker and, and then some. Oh, man, okay. That's a big old computer. It's a big machine. Supercomputer. That's a lot of processing power. So wait, that's the computer is big, bigger than the Liker, or the ship is and the computer is within that ship? The whole chunk is bigger, but you could see lights. Uh, you can see the reflection off of glass doors. You can see it through the, the rust holes and such. Mm -hmm. You can see that this whole thing is a computer like they just cut out the computer part and brought it here oh it i got you now okay all right uh the glowy pots do they look electronic or do they look magical yes like mechanical <laughs> they look glowy yeah. glowy unless you have some way to detect magic which <laughs> well i don't but i know someone who does uh yeah bath does but can i do it from here we're not i guess i could do it from here right how's it work well it's got a range on the spell surely 60 feet you're pretty much out of range but you can't really detect like magic from the ship because you're just too far away. You get like a usual background magic. You also get, you know, Mr. Gapsley is also kind of glowing. So mm. you're wondering if he has some wards of his own on him. But well, yeah, I imagine so. He's listened to he's you know a, a big name. He probably has some kind of protection stuff on there. But she's only interested really in like this unusual thing she's seen. Uh, you're out of range. Yeah, so she's just, like looking at it and trying to figure something out, but she can't. To you guys, it's just glowy, based on your roles. Radar and V, you kind of get the idea that it might be technological, but you're not sure. Can't see. So, um, how does this work? Ah, as you can see here, we keep and monitor Mr. Dave here, and he motions to all the computers and such. Mr. Dave? He prefers to go by different names. Preferably, he likes Dave. Oh, it's sentient? In a way, yes, it is. It can decide whether or not it wants to accept guests, is the best way I can describe it. Perhaps a better description would be by our expert. Please, follow me. And he motions Wait, what, you... what happens if it doesn't accept you? Nothing happens, I guess. Instant death. Uh, my expert will explain it much better than I can. And he motions you to follow him yeah. to the uh, next room. All right, follow him. 
Yep. Right, you follow him and you come into a room. It's a bit smaller than the other one, but you can see that there are like several tubes lined up on the left wall. The same tubes that you saw in the recordings that you saw. They were These are the colony ship's tubes. And you can see that they've been wired up and such and that they've been modified in a way. Uh, like you can see wires sticking out in some places where they've been retucked in. You know, you can see tape and such. And you see like this helmet in each one. Uh, you can see that the uh, port where the needle was sticking out before has been removed from each one and that mm. they've been rewired. Mm. But as you come in, there's also this console and this rather large looking bird person standing by the console. And as soon as you guys enter, he looks up at you. You all know what a secretary bird looks like, correct? It's the yes. big, tall bird, long legs. Yeah, yeah. And he's wearing a white doctor coat. And as he looks up, you can see that he has his little, the little nose pincher glasses. Says, oh, hello there. Ah, hello. How good is that game? <laughs> <laughs> it's on point. It's sleek. On point. Yeah, yeah Beth is impressed. Well, nice. <laughs> you have excellent eyelashes. Yes. <laughs> you don't say that to people. <laughs> Yeah, one Bath's trust. You don't say that to people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mr. Gastly smiles and said, I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Lestrange. Hello, Doctor. Doctor, a pleasure. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Yes. Uh, so, you are here to uh, test the machines, I've been told? Hmm, seems like that. Uh, you're the resident expert? Oh, yes, I am an uh, expert in neurological interfacing. Yes. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, if you don't mind, um, I think we've got a couple of questions before we decide to hook up into this thing. Yes, oh, yes, quite cool. so. Uh, what can you tell us um, about about it in general, from an a, um, expert perspective? Well, Dave is quite the interesting uh, character, I will say that for sure. Um, way that I can describe it is that he was created by the minds of many of the crew, specifically engineers and such. They seem to have coalesced into this program. So they each did their part to create this thing. That's what makes it so fascinating, is that what kept this system working for so long is that Dave was able to repair and build up this memory bank from all these people that they became resistant, apparently, to gap erasure. That Dave was able to rebuild it. Um, we've been able to, so far, been doing basic tests, of course. Uh, we've had uh, individual... Sorry, hold on. You found a way to resist against the gap? I think what he means is that uh, Dave, because he's an amalgamation of several people's minds, he didn't get erased during the gip. So, oh, thank you. Fairly good chance that he understands things from before the gip, which in itself this is amazing. We don't we don't have anything. Really fucking big deal, actually. That's huge. Um, And the secretary parks up when V mentioned about the minds. Oh, sir, I should mention it is not just a few minds. We're talking thousands of minds. You have thousands of digitized pre-gap memories? That's a huge discovery. Well, here's the problem that we have been running into. You see, Dave has codified the information to such a point that we cannot extract the information directly. It appears to be that he is using pieces and parts of these memory banks constantly to build new operations and such. We are quite unable to extract anything particular, otherwise it comes out completely garbled. What we have figured, though, is that when our test subjects have entered, the machine will create worlds based on memories and such. For example, and he motions to one of the screens, and you can see, like, the recording of the arch and such that you saw, like this lobby with the arches. Mm. I believe that at some point, 
that there were many more different programs running by different people, but this one is the only one that seems to be still functional. We don't know what happened to the others, but this is why we've been so fascinated. If we could learn more about how the programming works, we might be able to extract more information from Pre-Gap. So this thing makes a landscape for you based on your memories and thoughts and feelings. So if Baffy went in there, it would be all like sparkly and glittery. I think it's based on the memories of the people that were in there at the time. Oh, so it's a collection of all of those as well. To our knowledge, they were a mix of memories, imagination, and other things. The best way we can describe it is if someone went in there and started building a world themselves. We assume that there were probably many worlds that people have built for their own and have collected over time. If I may, have you had anyone try it yet? How have the tests gone? We've had different tests, of course. We first tried with uh, prosthetic minds before. You know, ways to make sure that our individuals do not suffer any harm. So far, our tests have found that Dave only responds to those who are directly neurolinked to the pods here, any motions to the pods. When we tried accessing with a positronic mind, the program resisted it. It's ejected the program. No damage, of course, has been done to the brain that we were able to detect, but it did not accept a fake mind. However, we were able to test it with live subjects, and were able to get some success. And he uh, motions over to, uh, he clicks on the console that he's at, and you can see that video starts playing, and it's kind of grainy at first, but then it comes in clearer. We've been testing on video recording of the mines, and we were able to get this. And you can see that as it pulls away, there's this large castle, this beautiful fortified place. This city is on a waterfront, and there's a, uh, a river going up past it. And that there's this large castle, there's uh, the docks, there's marketplaces. You see people going in and out of this thing. Oh, that's not terror, is it? Oh, no, this is another medieval place. Yeah, I guess there's more than one. Yeah, there was a, a, a weird moon we went to. It had a medi in in um in psychic. Should we be really discussing that whole thing with a uh, with just anybody? Uh, I am very impressed by this place, but I don't know if it's in our best interest to tell people about a uh, a underdeveloped war machine floating around the space. In my language, me like, well, I don't think many people knew but about Terra or what was really on that planet. So I guess yeah. just mentioning that exists is harmless. It's just a name and a medieval um, setting. It's fine. There's no context. It's a medieval moon. Okay. There's an awkward silence. He starts up again. Um, yeah, we really need to work on that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Go, ca carry on, Dr. Strange. Anyway, we've been able to get basic starts into this program. Uh, we haven't gone too much farther than to the city uh, here. We've that the city is called Tradeport. And it is quite interesting. And he clicks through, and you see that there are, you know, video of humans, elves, dragon-looking humanoids that are called dragonborn. You've probably seen them. Yeah. Uh, you see, you know, all sorts of characters. We've been able to interact with the NPC, the uh, non-player programs in the, and so far it's been quite interesting. We haven't gone much farther than that. And wait, so these aren't real people? They are. P people that the program Dave has created and put in the game for real people to interact with. Correct. That is what we've been able to figure out so far. It explains why we don't recognize half of those races in there. 
But if you've already had people sent in, then why do you need us? Well, Mr. Gasly would like, so far that our trials have been so safe, he would like to more promote this programming. Uh, I see. He mentioned that he would bring a starlet. I assume that would be you, darling. Why, yes, of course. She curses. <laughs> We've also figured that it might be interesting to try it with a group. We have done it with individuals, of course, but we don't know how they would react with more than just a single mind. So it would be interesting to see the interactions. Uh, Doctor, would you mind um, giving us maybe a closer look before we get in? Maybe you can explain things to us. Well, Dave, for the moment, we need to keep uh, isolated. Uh, we don't prefer to have uh, outsiders, of course, poking around because of how delicate the machinery is. We were actually quite surprised how well it survived if it did crash into the planet. But for now, we don't wish to risk any more damage to the machinery, if possible. Do you know why the ship crashed? We have no clue. We have only found pieces and parts of the other parts of the ship. It seemed to have broken up into three pieces based on our information. Hmm. Well, if um, if the minds of the, the crew are still in there, maybe they might be able to give us some answers, assuming they know what happened. That is what we are hoping to find out. However, we have not been able to get too much farther with Dave than where we are. No wonder we have to sign an NDA. <laughs> Mr. Gaxley smiles. Well, of course, there's also more things that you have to sign, sadly, before you get into these machines. Mm. Yeah, I thought as much. I've just remembered I can't read or write, so I'll just, I'll just <laughs> skip straight to it. <laughs> well, I don't see any point in waiting around. This sounds like a grand adventure. What's next? Splendid. Well, before we begin, I need to have you sign some more documents, of course. Just, you know, waivers and compensations for your service. Oh, I like compensation. I'm sorry, did you say compensation? <laughs> you are being recorded, and you are basically acting as our beta testers. We'd be more than happy to compensate you for your service of helping us. Wait, we're being recorded now? No, once you are in the machine. Oh, phew. I thought to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he's already been seen in that dress once. Mm. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> she's not even wearing it anymore. She's wearing her normal outfit now just because <laughs> so yeah, she had the one day of it. Brett is going to have a quick glance through the, um, the documents. See if there's yeah, yeah Mr. Gaxley yeah. will hand each one of you a new agreement. Do you guys wish to do any tests on them? It is in legal jargon. Yeah, mm. I want to do it. Yeah, Raider's going to read through his. Yeah, I'm going to do what V normally does when there's anything contract related, which is just like see what Baff's reaction to it is. Right, I'll need a sense motive. <laughs> yeah. Check. Well, from all of us. Or whoever wants to do it. If you can, I'll do it if you like. Or... Sense motive. Does this count as a culture thing? Because it's being done like as a, um, as a contract? Well, you're trying to figure out the contract. Well, if, it, if, it's, if, it's, if it's culture, I get a plus five, I'm just asking. I mean, you can use to use culture if you like, but of course this is just you reading up on the uh, document of just to understand the lingo. Yeah, what, and what do you want from us? A perception? So you can either do a sense motive or you can do a culture. The culture will have a little more increased hmm. difficulty. Well, I, I don't have a skill for culture, so I'll do sense motive. Yeah. Uh, I'll do culture I if I get a plus five on that. I got 12 to sense motive. I rolled a 16, and with all my bonuses to sense motive, that's 16. Yep, same. I rolled a 12, and I've got 12. 23. 28. Everyone except Baff, you read the contract. Basically, the rough things that you can understand are that you're getting paid a lot sum for doing certain things. You're being paid either 5,000 credits for doing a short run, not doing any of the quests, you know, just going in and messing around with the program. You get 10,000 credits for 
doing a quest in the program and there's a, like a list of waivers and emergencies and other things and you can see there's like if there's an emergency that you get injured or anything that you get compensated for that bath on the other hand using your eyes you're able to scan through this thing much more quickly and you would understand that these are all compounding and so doing the short run you get 5000 doing the quest you would get you know 15000 cuz they match on top of each other and then if something does happen your compensation would go up then to about 1000 credits in the event of some kind of emergency recall system or completion of the program or something else has happened there's also a notice there that there's waivers that if you do get injured that Mr. Gaxley would provide medical attention on his ship. And then you basically see that, you know, that Mr. Gaxley isn't liable for personal injury and all that such, but you would be compensated based on the contract uh, through the uh, company. Here's a point. Fairly standard stuff. It doesn't seem malicious. It's just yeah. cautious. So are you guys going to sign the contract? Yeah, V's going to sign yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the other than nods and goes, it's fine. It's Aging Baffy's response, right? It's going to sign. Give a thumbs up and go through it. All right, everyone signs, and Mr. Gasly then collects it. Excellent. And um, the Secretary Bird, you can't tell he's smiling, but you can tell that his, his little feathers are sticking up happily. Oh, he's all, he's all excited. Excellent. Uh, please, please. And he uh, then starts moving towards the machines. Um, just a few things before we uh, put you into the program. There is a recall function to these machines. Uh, we've been able to turn it down to about 10 minutes for recall time. Once you are in the machine and you wish to return back to the waking world, it will uh, take about 10 minutes for the program to allow us to pull you back. This is a remnant of the hibernation program. Of course, we have disabled the hibernation programs. Of course. So will we be ourselves within this program or will we have to make avatars for ourselves? Based on our previous programming, we have found that the initial start will be of the mind. You will have a picture of yourself in your mind, and it will format itself in the program. However, once you get into the other programs, it may change based on a system that we don't quite understand yet. Every time we have tried to record it, it's been a bit blurry. So you have to figure out that on your own, of course. Huh. So, if we imagine a character we want to be, maybe that will affect who we end up with. To our knowledge that your internal mind will automatically build your own visage of yourself. But once you have entered the program, and he motions to the thing where you see a individual uh, looking at himself in the mirror in the program, that uh, they, they're not... Uh, you know, he, there's two images. There's one that looks like a picture of the employee. It's a um, human. And on the screen next to it, the live recording feed, you see that he looks like an elf. From black hair, human, to a blonde-haired female elf. He lifts up his left arm. When you twist your arm, as we have found, a menu will appear on your uh, wrist. And he makes a motion of, like, some sort of image. Like, he's trying to do his best to, like visualize it with his hand, that uh, some sort of menu will pop up on your near your wrist when you twist it. So you have the palm up, and then you twist it down so that the palm's facing down. He makes the one motion. There will be an option to activate a recall. We have uh, programmed it into the helm of this uh, pod so that when you are in there, it will have the option to activate the recall. And there's no brain needles, you know, the things that plug into your 
Oh, no, 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 we've taken that out, I assure you. We don't use that anymore. We've uh, made it a little more, more comfortable, especially since Mr. Gatsley wished to sell this later uh, for more usability. And he motions to the uh, helmets in each one of the uh, pods. And check out the helmet and have a look at it. Just try it out and see what happens. The contract seems yep. pretty tight, and I trust uh, that uh, Mr. Gatsley wouldn't let anything happen to us, so... Why don't we just uh, jump straight in? Okay, let's just go in. Okay, we're ready to go. Yeah, I've had enough minutes of training to feel entirely confident testing this unproven technology. So let's go. Same. Yeah, likewise. Uh, let's hop in. Let's go. All right. Um, Dr. Strange will put the uh, bike back into the uh, storage bin before uh, getting each one of you into a pod. Um, for V, he moves V over to one of the more larger pods. Helps each one of you like set up the helmet. It's basically a mesh grid-like helmet. It almost... In a way, it looks like... Um, Are we wearing calendars? Basically, mm. except it's a little more meshy. It's not a actual calendar with like the big holes. It's like mm. it's a real mesh that wraps around your head and it has little strips that straps mm. to your chin. V's going to need one with at least four holes poked in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can see that Doctor Strange is working on adapting your helmet. <laughs> it takes a little while. He's got a pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> He basically, um, he's able to move the meshes around and such so that your each one of your horns can go through and then it fits properly. And then straps it to your, you know. Okay. Uh, and then once he makes sure everyone is um, attached, he will also wheel in a uh, machine. It has, like, slots and such in it, and he goes into each slot and pulls out what looks like, you know those monitors that they use in the hospital where they monitor to you? Uh, EKGs. Yeah, yeah. EKGs. He uh, goes and puts them on you, on your vital areas, and um, attaches it to the machine. This is for us to keep track of you. Should we notice any irregularities, we will be able to pull you out for our own, for your own protection, of course. All right. Hmm. Um, is there anyone else? Uh, sorry, question for GM. Is there anyone else um, playing this game at the moment in the room with us? There's no one else. You guys are the only ones that are in these tubes. That At least you're the only ones that you know of that are playing right now in this room. Okay. So, do you wish to ask, or do you want to just move on and not? Um, yeah, Rhoda will ask. Um, sorry, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, is there anyone else in the program at the moment? Um, there are no others that we uh, know of at the moment that are using the program. So it's just going to be us four? Yeah. And some NPCs? Yes, let's just be correct. N- N- NPCs? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, non- non-player characters. It's a video game term. Okay. Can, can NPCs feel pain? B? Why uh, are you asking that question? Just asking. It's good to know. That's very good. Uh, if, is there any... <laughs> Carefully avoid the question. Yeah. Are there any other questions that I could answer before we begin? We will we be able to talk to you once we're inside? We will be able to talk... Uh, there are some instances that we have lost communications with each other, although it seems to be more of a issue with moving programs in the system. Once we are able to relock onto you, we will be able to communicate once more. Okay, I think um, <laughs> I think I'm ready. Did, did I just interpret that right? We can't talk while the loading screen is on. Is is that what I got from that? <laughs> Out of character, yes. At least, <laughs> yeah. at least outside. That's, outside that's fantastic. Too. Yeah, outside to uh, them anyway. Yeah, you don't know about in-game if you can talk to each other. All right. Well, let's let's get in. And see what this is like. It might be fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
You need to win on this one, Ryder. This is very much your territory. I mean, I played video games before. Nothing fully immersive like this before. So, this would be, be a bit strange feeling at first, but I assure you, it's all normal. And slowly he closes each pod. Uh, once he's finished making sure all the pods are secured, he heads over to the console. All right. Have fun, everybody. And um, each one of you starts feeling tired. You, like, you feel physically tired. You can hear soft clicking noises as the machines are activated. And soon, one by one, each one of you just feel tired enough that you close your eyes. You hear the clicking noises before they slowly fade away. And soon enough, you um, start hearing what sounds like water. Like trickling of water. Brother's heartbeat increases. Mm. And you realize that your eyes are closed. Do you guys open your eyes? V needs to pee. Radar opens his eyes. Yeah, Beth does too. Maybe opens their eyes. Ryder probably doesn't. Everyone except our dear Otter here open their eyes. You realize that you're no longer in your pods. You're sitting in chairs. You're sitting in, like... Have you ever been to a mall where there's, like, those uh, cheap chairs that you sit in? Yeah, are we in a waiting lounge? You are in a waiting lounge, and you are sitting at a table where there's a large fountain in the center, and it, you can see the water just trickling down. And as you're looking around, you notice that all around you are arches, like stone arches, that are placed around this lobby area. And you hear soft music. It almost sounds elevator-like. I'm going to go and um, just like put my hand on by the show and say, it's okay, dear. It's just a, just a fountain. Uh, be before that, are we ourselves? Are we... Yes, uh, as you take a look at each other, you basically have the mind's eye of yourself. Like, how do you visualize yourself? It's being reinterpreted in the machine. Beth looks down and realizes that she does not look like uh, Beth. Everyone kind of looks like how they perceive themselves. And Beth is a dark-skinned uh, Lashunta. She's a, a little a little taller than Beth actually is. She's got a um, pretty simple dress on. And she, despite being a Lashunta, she's still got Beth's tail for some reason. And she um, <laughs> and she uh, she looks at herself, uh, looks at the others, realizing what the situation is. And it looks like a guy goes, it's... It's me. Um, this is weird. Well, she, she opens her eyes and looks around. Yeah, Beth puts her hand on the shoulder to reassure her. Um, but the hand does not feel like Beth's hand, which is obviously usually you know ceramic and uh, metallic. This one feels soft and fleshy, and uh, at least as much as we can experience within this. Oh, okay. So yeah, she probably like jolts awake then, like sort of ah, don't, don't recognize whose hand that is, some kind of like uh, look around sort of thing. Uh. <laughs> What, what what's wrong? Are you okay? Oh, um, seeing uh, Ryder's reaction, she's um, noticed that uh, yeah, her hand is not her usual hand. It hasn't. That's not the hand she's seen for a long time. Um, she looks like uh, Tiamat. She looks like how she thinks of herself as. Except uh, she okay. now has a, uh, a tail. She still has Baphomet's tail, um, which has grown to sight along with the rest of her. <laughs> so yeah, Ryder would like open her eyes, realize she's staring at this. Um, a a new person's like midriff essentially and then gradually crane her neck up a little higher to look at this this new person this Lashunta. Oh Beth. uh yeah it's it is it is me. Wait but, no, yeah it's hmm, it's me guys uh this is awkward. Uh just a little weird but I'm, You look like Tiamat. I am Tiamat. I don't want to get into it. Huh. I guess we'll get used to it. Uh, I mean are you gonna stay like that or no, I mean, no, eventually, but 
Loads no. math. Radar's like... Looks like radar, but like the cyborg bit of him just looks black and inky and wet. And sort of vaporous almost. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like shadowy, like it's not there, sort of thing. Okay, so Ryder would probably look like herself, but as an anime character. So she's got very, very... Um, <sighs> broad <laughs> outlines and very high contrast shading on her. And the big anime eyes, I assume, as well? The big anime eyes, very angular, big eyelashes. Oh, Ryder, what happened to your eyes? Huh? What? What does V look like? V looks exactly the same, only their tail is slightly longer. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <Nice>. Yes! <laughs> oh, and for once they don't have any, like, muck or oil spills or grease. <laughs> they're they're, they're tidy with a, with a thick muscular vest tail. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's almost the same as the like in real life, but it's slightly longer. <laughs> like maybe half a foot longer. The small things that people desire themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryder stands up. Um, all of her in-between frames are missing when she moves now. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> Radar, you, oh. you got you got a little something in, your, in on your face there, that little gunk. You are very hard to look ah! at. <laughs> uh, oh, what is this? I don't know. It's a little uh, strange. It's not. There's nothing here. I, I can't grab it. It's like. Is that how radar? Because this is how we see ourselves. Is that how radar sees himself? Radar sees himself as, as fucked up. Basically, that entire side of him is something else, and he doesn't like it. Huh. Mm. Like the rest of him looks like a clean, nice, fairly well-built coyote. You know, oh, he's resisting the urge to poke it. <laughs> poke it. Go ahead. <laughs> if he pokes it. Uh... Right, just gonna go up and have a look at her environment. What's um, what, where are we? Yeah, Bath's gonna go with Ryder while Bob V just jabs at Radar. <laughs> radar in the face. So you basically are in what looks like a mall food court. Each there's each of these tables are like black with like blue highlights on them, and the chairs are black. They also have like blue highlights on them. The fountain is like a stone fountain. It's uh, there's a top, there's a middle, and then there's the basin where the water's collecting. As you're looking around, you also see that there's all these empty arches. As you look into these arches, it's just void. There's nothing. It's just empty. And uh, until you look around, you notice there's only one arch that's lit up. And you've seen this arch before in the video. It's the one that has the banner over it that says uh, Adventure Game. Oh, this must be the portal that takes us to the main game. Hmm, seems like it. I guess this is the last one that's working. Seems like it. I guess if this worked like, like a ride to the theme park, then you wait here until your turn comes and you go in. I think you just walk in. Oh, let's go in then. Ryder puts her hand in the uh, the fountain and sort of like inspects the water. Is it does, does it seem real? Well, as you touch it, it actually feels like actual water. Guys, this is incredible. He's going to take some water in the hand and lick it. <laughs> it tastes like chlorinated water. Tastes like chlorinated water. There's um, I'd have thought there'd been some kind of like greet her here if this is this is the entrance. Like, and Radar just shouts at the top of his lungs, "Hello!" Yeah, I mean, it's, this is like extremely broken tech, so maybe that part of it doesn't work right now. Maybe. Let's just have a look around, come on. Well, you know, it's worth testing. There's no response. You don't hear any footsteps, you don't hear anything. It's just other than the water trickling in your guys. Ryder's going to twist her arm around and look for this UI and see if it appears. Um, as you do that, you see all of a sudden this like menu just shoots up out of your wrist. Like it's just, it it's kind of hovers a bit above your wrist, but it's there, and you can see that there are like square bars and such, like different like words. Such some of it's garbled, like it looks like it's been damaged. But you were able to touch it, and you're able to scroll it. 
and you can see there's the recall at the bottom. It looks like it's been put in recently, and it's uh, it's right yeah, there. Seeing Ryder do that, Beth's gonna like copy her and do the same. Yeah, but he's gonna do that. Yeah, I think everyone's doing it. And you can see that each like of these bars are like scrambled, except for recall. And as you're looking through, you notice that there's also one that says Adventure Games. Each one of you give me a intelligence roll. Uh, Starfinder. Starfinder, okay. Uh, so that's 20 total for me, not natural. I got 12. I also got 12. Uh, I got 14. Okay. V, you notice as you're scrolling through and you kind of glance around the bars, other than the recall one, they match up, like number wise, to each one of the uh, arches. Hmm. I'm going to try and walk into one of the, one of the blank arches, the one that's not adventure room. Are you going to go try to go through the arch or are you going to just. Yeah, I'm just going to try and just walk around. As you get close to it, you um, you notice you run into a wall. Uh, it looks like prisms just kind of appear and fade away as you bump into the wall. Whoa, Matt, you okay? Yeah, you, you walked into that invisible wall pretty hard. Wait, do I, do I feed it when I bump into it, though? Uh, it's basically like running into a wall. Okay, so yeah, she runs into a wall and goes, nope, that's okay. <laughs> yep, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this way is definitely not going to work out, guys. Um, that's fine. Just double checking. Let's have a look at Adventure World. Yeah, it's the only one that works, and it's the one we've been paid to come here and explore, so I guess. Yeah, hmm. Beth, Beth's going to let, <laughs> let Ryder walk through first because the wall's got a middle wall again. Yeah, Ryder's going to, like, um, stick her hand through the, uh, the gate. As the otter sticks her hand through, it almost looks like a film is there. Like, your hand goes through it at first. And, um... You feel a tug. You feel something like grabbed your hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you going to try and pull away? Um, yes. <laughs> All right. Is Ryder panicking? Um, yeah, something's just grabbed her hand on the other side of this uh, portal. Oh, so, yeah, she'd probably be a little bit panicky. I'm going to lash out with um, second hand and try and pull her back as well. Likewise, I'm going to grab her and pull. I need a will save from uh, our otter. Sure. It's. I'm probably my worst one, but um, that's why you're rolling it. Yep. Fifteen plus five. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty. The grip lets go as soon as your as your friends grab you and pull you back out. <laughs> What's uh, that? What, it, what happened? Well, the hick was there. I put my hands through and someone grabbed me. Uh, did uh, GM? Did it feel like a, another hand grabbed me, or just a force? It was a force. It felt like something like you stuck your hand in Jello, and the Jello was just starting to pull on you. It was it was like a, a like a weird vacuum thing. Hmm. I didn't mm. like that. Radar steps through. What radar? What? Well, he's dead. Our, uh, as radar, so you actually are stepping through. Yeah, fuck it. Just gonna go and punch whatever tried to grab the auto. Well, as soon as most of your body steps through, the world goes dark for you. And for the rest of you, your friend just suddenly just dematerialized before your very eyes, as most of his body went through the uh, the film. Oh, yeah. I've jumped through it well, then. Yeah, I think right, right. I jumped through yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, so jumping through the weird portal. He's going to jump through as well. Okay, so as you all step through, you see that, you know, the film absorbs up, you know, takes in your coyote friend, and then you all follow in behind, I assume, correct? Yep. Yeah, um, Ryder's, like, a little bit apprehensive to jump through after everyone else, but she doesn't want to be left on her own either, so she'll sort of, like, build up strength, close her eyes, and then leap through last. Aww. Okay. <laughs> Darkness greets you all again. You hear no sound as you go through until finally you realize you're all laying on the ground. And as you open your eyes, you 
see a rather old-looking gentleman looking down at you going, Ugh. It's a human male, you know, old gentleman with a staff. He's got robes on that are purple and gold. And uh, he's looking at each one of you. It's like, oh, well, you're all awake. Good to see. He died far away awake. Uh, hello. Yes. Um, wait, we're all laying on the ground. Yeah, you're all laying on the ground. You're still yourselves. Your visual self of yourself. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to get up, dust yourself off, and go. Um. Hello. Sorry. Where? Where are we? Oh. <laughs> well, you're in uh, Adventure Games, my dear. Uh, you are here to. Uh, Build your character, and um, as you look around, you notice that you're in a basically a large tent. It's a like almost a circus tent, where there's a big pole in the center that goes up to the top. And as you look around, you notice that there are several mirrors. You notice that there's like they're swirling, like there's gases and such swirling inside, like it's flowing. Hmm. Room full of mirrors, eh? Say no more. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Slotman made a room just for bath. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, you know, she's going like, to you know, glance around and look at this fella. Uh, what does he look like? He's an older gentleman. He's got a beard, white beard, um, and he's got a staff that he's leaning on. And he's got purple and gold robes and such that he's wearing. Um, there's no emblem or anything. He's just These are just generic-looking robes. Does he have stars and moons on it? <laughs> no, no, they're just, just purple no. and gold. Okay, good. Um, basically gold highlights. For is, he, is he wearing a name tag? Well, let's ask him his name rather than asking questions about the game. No, 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 wait. Ryder's going to get up, um, look at this guy, and then look above his head for like a floating name tag or a health bar mm. or something. You don't see any of that. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm... <laughs> Sorry, false of habit. Um, hello, sir. What is your name, may we ask? Oh, my name is Dave. Hey, called it. Oh, well met. Huh. You must be at the system, I assume. <laughs> In a way, yes, I'm part of the system. I'm here to help new players with their character creation. How do we create characters? So she's looking around, she has no idea what this means. How do we create... The, the one time I made a character, actually, I do remember, it was on that wrestling game you play, Ryder, and I just put all the slides to the left. That was good. Yeah, um, I think this might be a little bit more in-depth than that, but... That's how you get strongest, right? Because they're the biggest. That's called playing the system, and it's generally frowned upon. But uh, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's have a look. And yeah, Rudd is going to stand in front of the mirror and says, okay, so what, what, what do we do here, Dave? Just place your hand on the glass, and you will see options. It's not going to grab me, is it? Mm, not unless you wish it to. Uh, Rudd is going to retract her hand like she was reaching out for it. It's fine. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot first. I was going to say, I'll, I'll watch you, just to make sure. Got no fear of mirrors, so uh, all right, yeah, put a hand on the glass. All right, Baff. Yeah, he's gonna watch, yeah, radar watches. Baff, as you watch the swirls start to collate into a reflection of yourself in the glass, and all of a sudden, you see what looks like menus start appearing on the sides, and you see that there are, um, you know, race options, there's class options, there's uh, you know, you see all these things there, and um. Dave walks up next to you and smiles and says, here you can select what you would like to look like. The mirror will be a reflection of what you will become once you have made your selection. Until then, you will still look like yourself until you have confirmed of what you like. For example, and he reaches over and presses on the race menu. All of a sudden, your image changes and you're no longer yourself, but said you see this beautiful human woman that looks like you. It's like human Biff. Uh, yeah. With purple hair and 
such, but that's you know, a bit he, uncanny. He then pushes another button and you switches to elf, and then he keeps pressing through and showing you different options. He looks at the elf one for a long while because it looks a, a bit too similar to um, the deer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks at it and goes, mm, I don't think so. <clears throat> I think um, I'll have a play with this. Thank you, Dave. Of course. And he looks at the rest of you. Please pick a mirror. Uh, okay, Rhoda walks over to the mirror next to Bath and uh, puts her hand on it. And same thing happens. You see a reflection of yourself, and then all of a sudden the menus start appearing on the side. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she's going to, um, with probably a bit more skill and intuitiveness, sort of like flip through the menus. So, so here you go, Bath. This is um, this is ridiculous. This is what it would like if I had moved all the stuff to the left. And she oh. she picks some. Um, like one of the races, like a dwarf or something, and flips everything to the left. So it's like super muscular, super hen, super buff. Huh. V just peeks over at the rider's yeah. mirror, just like blushes slightly and then peeks back. <laughs> Radar is also looking, but it's just sort of like, eh? Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, V. Have a look at this. And she she flips to um, the sort of lizard folk dragon style character. What do you think of that? Hey, that's pretty Can cool. you save things out of this? <laughs> V doesn't have Flygo with them, so they we're can't. Not having, we're not having print out V. <laughs> <laughs> I actually quite like the look at this guy. I might begin. Just imagine him on a daffy day. So wait, when I put all slides to the right, that's no good. But when you do it, you get a buff lizard man. I'm just showing you for the fun of it, Baff. It's fine. V's gonna just like whisper over to them, so pick it, pick it. <laughs> yeah, Ryder's going to um, pick it just for uh, just for testing purposes. All right. Just this, um, this insanely buff, decked out lizard character. She's going to give it some ridiculous name, like Krolnak or something. And are you going to do anything else? Just have that all done? Yeah, she wasn't really like looking at her stats. She just shoved everything to the left. Are all these mirrors just floating around the place, or are they just like attached to the walls? And uh, they're basically full-length mirrors that are on the ground. All right. Yeah. Yeah, V's going to try and tilt their mirror so only they can see it. And you just see them looking around occasionally and giggling and doing things like like air-sizing up Ryder. And then go back to their room. <laughs> All right. Um, so Dave comes over to our dear otter friend and says, is that what you wish to be? Um, yeah, go on. Why not? Very well. All you need to do is touch the glass once more. Yeah, she, uh, she taps the glass one more time. Suddenly... A veil of darkness just falls over you. To you, Ryder, again, everything goes dark. But to everyone else, it looks like a black veil cocoon just wraps around your image. And Ugh. it contorts and changes and then grows. And then all of a sudden, Dave looks at it and goes, ah, it's done now. And he tugs on the veil before suddenly, like opening up a present, it just rips open and out appears this big lizard barbarian. Holy shit. Because they're bigger than V. Ryder? Is that you? I think so. Oh my goodness. Ryder sort of looks down at her arms and um, her legs. She's not used to being, like, almost over double her height. How tall is Mm -hmm. is this character? Um, She dragged all the sliders to the left, so Mm -hmm. as tall as it could possibly be. (laughs) Within the the boundaries of the lizard folk. So, in my mind, they're taller than V. If, it, yeah, if it's all slides to the left, then yeah, probably. Yeah. Fringe your other, how tall is that? Well, since they are of uh, medium, so I would probably say that 
can go up to about eight feet. <laughs> She's eight foot tall. That is over double her height. And also a guy now. Because why not? Uh, v can't reference off Ryder anymore now that they've changed, so V's just like guessworking the rest and then just touches the mirror as well. Again, same. For you, your vision goes dark before a black cocoon wraps around and soon it contorts and changes again. And again, Dave walks over and then tugs on the veil. And once again, appears V's new character, which is... A four-foot-tall tabaxi with like flowing robes and an eye patch over one eye. So, for those who don't know, actually, a cat person. Yeah, sorry. They're a uh, a calico cat, like the uh, brown and black and orange fur patterned kitty. Uh, they've got a little bit of one of their ears missing as well. On the same side that V would have one of their horns missing. They've got like three or four piercings. <laughs> so it's fantasy, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it basically looks like. V's tried to make the closest approximation they can to Ryder in this game. This is the most description I've ever done about clothing, ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't often get to describe clothing. V's normal options are naked or overall, so... <laughs> Indulge me. In fact, yeah, they've got a little gold hemming on their, their black cloak. They have roguish good looks. This is also probably the most stylish you'll see V imagine anything, so... Yeah. <laughs> and still no one's sure what gender they are. <laughs> have, have, you, have you got a different voice as well? Actually, my should be like, wow, V, that is not what I expected. How does Ryder not get proud on all the time? It's very difficult. You're tiny. It's amazing. V's going to try and like climb up Ryder's character, because that's what Ryder was doing. <laughs> Everyone in the starting area does, they just keep jumping around in circles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Krolnak has got um, like a sort of Spartan barbarian helmet thing on, but um, you can't really see their eyes, just like the whites of their eyes glowing from underneath the visor, and a big red cape. Definitely the most menacing I think I've ever seen you. Is this what it's like to be you, V? <laughs> no, I'm definitely prettier. He's <laughs> just gonna like perch on Ryder's head. I'm <laughs> just watching with just mild confusion. <laughs> They're just swishing their tail happily. <laughs> Radar's just going to glance at Bath and then back at them, but just shrug. <laughs> she shrugs back. She's a character. I want to see what uh, your version of uh, you no, in a game I want to like. see. I'm, I'm going to try something a bit different. Uh, Dave? Yes? Is there a random function? <laughs> but of course. Yeah. And he uh, walks over and uh, motions towards what looks like a large... Uh, towards the very top, there's a... looks like circles. Um, uh, radar pushes them. All right, and all of a sudden, the image changes and switches around. Uh, how many times are you pressing it, by the way? Uh, five. I definitely think you should pick something with your eyes closed and just go with that. Yeah, just see what it comes up with. That's, that's what I'm trying, guys. I'm just... I've got right. my eyes shut. I'm just going to go... Dit, 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 and then presses the window. All right, anyone else was looking at the mirror? At the same time, uh, V's going to be like, Dave, I'll give you, like... I don't know what goes for money here, but I'll give you all of it to make him wider than he is tall. <laughs> Dave doesn't say anything. But um, is anyone looking at the mirror while he's doing that? Or is... If he's just, if he's just the buttons fast and going straight to like random, then we won't see it until it comes up on him. Yeah. Okay. You flip through. Everyone gets like quick glances of anything from like, oh, it's a dwarf lady. goes to a human that looks like a monk. Then it goes to what looks like a dragon person. You know, you do a few more. And then finally, when you press the mirror on the last one, it looked like a gnome. 
and again, the black veil falls over Radar, and it twists and turns and shrinks until finally Dave walks over, grabs the veil, and pulls it off. And there stands a gnome. What? <laughs> Have any of us ever seen? A gnome? Oh boy, guys, uh, this is a new experience. Um, wow, uh, that is that's 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 bold. We do have that new gnome bar that opened up, so we're not exactly... Were you just into this kind of thing, Radar? I, 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 I don't know. I hit, I hit random. And... Sure, Wait. sure you did. Hmm? Oh, I've got a crossbow! What? Okay. Holy shit, I got a crossbow. And, and a small mouse! Wait, there's enough person Wait. in there with you? Who's the mouse? Yeah, who's playing the mouse? Who's playing that person? I think his name's Barry. Hello, Barry. Gives Barry a stroke behind the ears. It's got him in his palm. Holds him up for Aww. everyone to inspect. Makes happy squeaking noises. How, how come you get a pet? I don't know. It, it Cormac just... reaches down with his giant gargantuan meat hooks. Uh, Radar oh, pulls the palm away. <laughs> <laughs> Try to stroke Barry. <laughs> v almost loses their balance. You, you, don't look with, you don't look with your hands. Um, Ryder? No, I, I chose the name Krolnak. This person is Krolnak. Krolnak. Okay, Krolnak. What did I pick? And he takes his, his coat off and he looks at the label written in the back. Felix Big Noodle. That's a weird name. I like it, though. Right. Interesting choice. Yeah, Felix. what is so... Ooh, ooh, there's a little mechanical mice in here. Uh, ooh. How many mice do you have on your person? I don't do know. Do you just have a mouse army? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Anyway, Baphomet, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, why haven't you changed it? Beth's been going, she's like got three mirrors going on at the same time. <laughs> but once you guys are done, she's going to kind of, you know, look at it, step back, kind of nod, change a couple more things, and then nod Two again. hours later. And then says, okay, I think, I think this is how I do it, and taps the glass. Once more, the veil falls down and covers Baphomet, and it twists and turns and then slowly grows and grows until finally Dave walks over and pulls on it, and it falls away, thus revealing Baphomet's new character. Uh, Baphomet's new character is a female dragonborn. Um, she's about seven foot. She is, for want of a better word, athletic. Um, she looks like maybe like a cross between a really good shot putter and a supermodel. Oh my. Well, V blushes again. Yep, Ryder blushes as well. Cromack blushes as well. <laughs> Um, she just also... says that v, v and Ryder both just like their jaws hitting the floor while V's balancing <laughs> off of Ryder. Bloody hell. Um, she's still um, mostly white, but there's a lot more. Um, there's like a purple and gold tinge to her. Her hair is a lot longer, uh, flowing like pretty much down to her waist. And she is, um, she's wearing, again, taking a, a leaf out of um, Ryder's book, some real anime-looking armor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she uh, goes, um, so what do you think? I think you've been maxed. I think that looks really good, Bath. What, what class lovely, are you? But... What does min max mean? Well, you, you've made an ultimate version of yourself. <laughs> I'm always the ultimate was version that... of myself. That's exactly what I thought you'd say. Wait, wasn't that the point? Just to make something really awesome? Because I'm pretty happy with this. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun in this form, you know? It's nice to be something different. That's it's, the point. Talking to you, Krog, it's like continental drift. It's it's in, it's slow but inevitable. I can't talk as quickly as I used to. 
yeah, and my brain's going like ten thousand miles an hour. It's 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 strange. Um, <laughs> so, what what weapons have you have you guys got? I, I think I've got. Let's have a look. I've got. Oh, I haven't checked yet. Oh, <laughs> turns out not everything's changed. I've got two crossbows. <laughs> so you've got guns. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Makes sense. Hang on, I'm going to see how fast I can reload this. And he takes the hand crossbow out and just fires it into the ceiling. You were in a trap. Fires it through the ceiling. Has it reloaded in under six seconds? Going to backflip off off of a uh, crawl. You're going to do that. I'm going to need a uh, acrobatics. Okay, that's uh, that's eleven. The eleven. <laughs> just lands on their face. Just. <laughs> it's older than it looks, isn't it? <laughs> First roll. Um, you land, but you kind of stumble a little bit. It wasn't the most graceful landing, but you you land. It's still one more backflip than V's done in their life up until this point. So <laughs> I'll take it. It looked very good. I could get used to this. It was very impressive. Turn to Dave. Is this how these things usually go? I don't play video games. Dave smiles. About his. It's just to have fun. Come on, you're in a video game. You can do you can do anything you want. I yeah. thought we were meant to be like a cast of things. We saw them in the pictures. Well, we've only just started. Let's get a quest. Yeah, oh. let's let's do something. Let's play the game. Oh, Dave, can we get can we get some quests, please? <laughs> well, as much as I would like to give you a quest, you must first enter the game. Are you all happy with your forms? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Barry? V's nodding a lot and swishing their tail. Uh, Felix has picked up the mouse Barry and has him to his ear and is having a small conversation with the mouse. <laughs> yeah, you hear these little soft little yeah. squeak, squeak. Yeah. No, no, I don't, I don't think they do mouse-sized crossbows. And even if they did, I don't think it would be worth sort of calculating, you know? It, it, it's a shame because I think it'd be really cool athletic, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I could ask. Dave? Yes? Do we do mouse-sized crossbows? Do you do what now? Crossbows for mice. Well, you're free to... Shoot your dear little friend, but I don't think there are... No, 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 no. Although that's that's an idea, Barry. We'll talk about that one later. I'm talking like a tiny crossbow that a mouse could wield. Baffling's over the day and says, please say no. I don't think that would do much damage. Yeah, I don't... I I don't don't know, maybe if you got it in, like, the eyes or something. Maybe. Perhaps there might be a place later. All right, he says maybe, Barry. Yeah, 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 I love you too. Uh, I'm going to eat that mouse. You are not going to. You are not going to eat Barry. Nor are you going to eat Barry's minions. We don't eat friends. Yeah, he's my friend. I think. Yeah. Cromac's <laughs> going to uh, check their weaponry. Like, what have they got? You have a great axe. You have a couple hand axes, and some javelins. Well, I, oh. I would have liked more axes, but I suppose this will do. Yeah, hey. I'm, I'm okay with this, Dave. You know, you could throw everything you have. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have it anymore. Well, then you go get it back. Oh, yeah. Do you know, I don't feel as smart as I used to. No, it's it's coming across quite... Mm. I still feel like me, just not as smart as I used to, but much stronger. I feel like I could throw something really far. <laughs> yeah. I think we're done here, Dave. Yeah. Let's get into the main part of the game. Ah, very well, then. Dave will walk towards the center of the room. You will be set forth on a ship to Tradeport. There you will begin your adventures. Are you all ready? I think so. Are you ready, Beth? What's your character name? I don't think I have one. 
Well, you've got to make one, otherwise the illusion isn't complete. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, immerse I'm, yourself. I don't think I'm going to be able to call you Bath while you're looking like that. No. Yeah. What? What's wrong with looking like this? Just, just no, no, it's, it, it's it's good. It's good, you but it's fabulous, Bath. But you yeah. need to put on an, another veil, another mask while you're in the game. Uh, I don't know, guys. I'm already. I I'll just go by by. Um... Uh, she looks around the room. She's not very good at doing instant naming things, so she says, I'll call myself... Uh... Oh, do you know what? I've got it. And then she taps on the mirror again, and now it says Pandora. Pandora! There we go! Hey. Yes! Makes Perfect! Sense. So, it's Baphomet playing Pan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Felix, Nya, and Pandora. And... Uh... And Kroll. Crawl and crawl. I think yes. you're ready. Crawl. Right, let's um. Mm. Let's do this. He motions for you to come near him. Stand around me. Uh, before we go, one thing, Dave. Will we be able to speak with you while we're doing this adventure? I'll be around. I'm sure you find time to find me. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then I wish you all a good luck. And then he grips the staff before raising it up above his head and then slams it back down into the ground before all of a sudden stars just shoot out. And then slowly you see the stars moving around faster and faster and faster and faster and faster until it's a swirl of white light around you. And you see Dave smiling before suddenly the light envelops all of you and then suddenly darkness. Hey everyone, and thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. If you like what you're hearing, please let us know. We're on Spotify, iTunes, all the regular podcast sites, Cosmopunk.net, and we also have a Twitter over at twitter.com forward slash Cosmopunk pod. See you in two weeks, everyone. And as always, shoot straight, roll high. <laughs>